Uh, hopefully you're hearing us loud and clear. Uh, David Evans, who uh, the family have owned this block of land. I don't know where we dropped out before, but they've built this spectacular golf course in it. We're in the town of Thornton, which is about two and a quarter hours out of Melbourne. And David, it's the first time that Gazy and I have driven through the gates of the property, and we've heard so much about the place, but it's jaw-dropping, mate. You should be, to you and everybody who's... Um, inspiration this has been you should be or hopefully you're as proud of it as i think you should be it's it's a work of art thanks andy i appreciate that what what was he how did you inspired like is this your vision is it mates with greg norman and greg says geez this is a good plot of land here i can <laughs> no. work together a very nice uh, alien old course how did it all come about no gazy well the story goes back to 97 when i uh, went to Augusta National with my father, my late father, Ron Evans, and we went there and we actually saw Tiger win his first Masters. And oh. I was walking around there and think, how cool would this to be yeah. to do in Australia? And basically it was from then that I started to map it out in my mind and model it up and try and make it work financially. And uh, it's been a great result and, and you know, made the decision to do it uh, when I met Greg at an Anzac day game, uh, Essendon versus Collingwood, uh, I think it was probably 2012 or something like that, and um, yeah, we got we got talking about, he, he'd obviously done something similar at Alliston uh, with very similar topography and very similar soil, mm. so, uh, and then he came up and we walked around the property for probably about seven or eight hours, mm-hmm. and he talked me into it, and um, which I you know, was obviously really keen to do it, and mm. Well, it just worked. Andy and I, before you came on, uh, we were talking about the first, and Andy was extremely perturbed. <laughs> I am, generally like, speaking. almost a little offended that there's a, a tree in yeah. the middle of the field. I've got to say, that tree, for these guys, it just has not been in play all week. <laughs> no. <laughs> because, it, but it's, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a feature of that whole. Mm. I'd imagine, though, it's, were there restrictions on what you were allowed in, to do? No, well, the mandate, I mean, I sat down with Greg right at the start and mm. he said, you know, what sort of golf course are you looking to do? And, you know, I, I'm a student of great golf architecture and obviously um, a member of Royal Melbourne and love the McKenzie look and feel of uh, that golf course and his work around the world. So the bunkering is, is very much designed around McKenzie bunkering. The greens are very uh, fast and true. And Greg's favourite course, one of his favourite courses is Shinnecock in the US, so the greens are designed around the Shinnecock greens in the US. So it's the, taking little bits of golf courses around the world and, and trying to put them in here to a cathedral. And, and oh. you, you told us a story, and I love you, Peter, because the tree, Greg thought that, what did he want? He wanted the, the balls to... Yeah, so he, he was, this is 2017 before the, uh, before the opening, mm-hmm. um, and he... He walked around the course and said, no, we need to do this, this and this. And one of the things he said, well, we must make sure that that tree's got mounted up at the base to make sure the ball runs up there. It comes off and, you know, people don't get stuck behind the tree. Well, of course, what happens when he plays some uh, holes in front of the crowd the next day, he hits the ball. They hadn't done what he asked and it went straight behind the tree. <laughs> so you've, you've, the, the logo of the course is the cathedral tree, which is down the right-hand side yeah, of the Yeah, yeah, the... the uh, We've got beautiful uh, bucks, uh, uh, box gum trees here at, at Cathedral. And so, um, you know, they, as you can see, they're all spotted around the property. And so we thought it, you know, it had to be, be that was our logo. Well, Augusta's mm. had a tree and it's fallen down now, but you, yeah. must, you know. Yeah, you no, we've, uh, we've got some, some great flora and fauna here. It's uh, beautiful. What, was there, in terms of the, um, the, the challenges of modelling the course and making it come to life, did you have to, we were having a chat off here about how much movement of earth there was required, and it sounds like there wasn't an awful lot. 
Yeah, no, I mean, that was Greg's ambition is to come in here and make it look like he's just literally dropped a golf course in on this beautiful uh, Australian rural real estate. So uh, not a lot of earth moved and yeah. not a lot of bunkers as well. So we've used the natural washouts and the creeks as hazards. And so we've tried to sort of push the greens up against those. And, and uh, that's created for this particularly three or four holes, particularly 17, where it looks like you're sort of playing inside a canyon. So it's, it's, um, it's great. How interested were you in watching him? I've heard stories about how the great architects route mm. courses, how they stand in a spot and they look somewhere and they see that as a potential green there and how it routes to the next tee. And was that fascinating for you or did you already have in your own mind a potential kind of routing of the golf course to begin with? Yeah, so so he, uh, we sort of talked about we wanted the clubhouse where it is because yep. that's got the unbelievable view across yep. the Cathedral Range. Um, and the other thing I was keen to use some land, which is down the bottom of the property, which is, um, which is our 15th hole, which is an unbelievable golf hole. And that was pretty much it as far as the routing, the routing okay. was very much his. And I sort of suggested a few things to him, uh, through the project. And he looked at me and said, you can go back to selling shares. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, it was, you, you get to say at the start, but during, yeah, right. during it, I was told in no uncertain terms that. Uh, I can keep my opinions to myself. Uh, uh, the thing about it is, as, as and this is the spectacular tournament. Congratulations on being able to attract some just as uber elite uh, Aussie talent out there. It makes it uh, so much fun. But uh, even for the players, would this be? Would this be? It's a pretty. It'd be a tough one for them to play, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, they not yesterday. They tore it up yesterday, but. Uh, and I was lucky enough to, to watch Adams uh, eight under. And he had a double bogey on the ninth, so it was an extraordinary round of golf. Uh, and he is playing lights out mm. at the moment. Um, so I know that. Look, the, the field is about two things. Uh, one is we have created something a bit different for them. It's mm. at the end of the year, so it's almost like their their breakup. Um, and they've referenced that on media a few times on on your shows. And I know Leash is uh, Mark Leishman's incredibly passionate about this event. So him and Adam have really invested in it. Mm. Uh, so they, their word of mouth, particularly with Cam, has had an impact. Cam is here because of those two. Right. And, you know, after last year, basically they said, Cam, you've got to come and play this. And, and uh, we're so pleased to have him here. David, what's, do you have a vision for it? Or you had the vision yeah. for the golf course. Do you, have a vision for, do you have a vision for the event? Well, I referenced the Masters uh, a moment ago. So uh, we're never going to be a US Masters tournament who am I kidding myself? But I think if, if we try and create something that's really special, unique, really looks after the players, looks after the spectators, ensures that the spectators, when they come, just have an unbelievable day, yep. get to walk alongside some of the world's best, then I think that's, that's a big tick. C can you see a four-round tournament uh, evolving? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, the advice I've had from Adam is let, let it just grow organically. Yep. Don't try and push too hard. And, and he's, he's seen tournaments like that around the world that have pushed too hard and yep. all of a sudden it's got too big on them. But, you know, this is our second year. It's bigger than last year. Yep. And I think next year will be bigger again. And we're, you know, we're already talking to the players about, uh, you know, what they'd like to see and where we fit in the schedule. But we want to be a part of the golf calendar, no question. How, how is it yeah. with that? With all of the, the politics going on with golf right now, mm. to me it's, it's just a, a, a... I love it. Love watching it. Watch the European stuff. Watch it all. But there's there's it's a there's a level. It's just uncomfortable with the mm. way you're seeing it all. How does that? Do you have a view on 
as a tournament here and obviously its infancy on how it's going to evolve? Uh, there's probably people more qualified than me to make a comment on that. But what I would say is that um, I think the players generally want um, some sort of resolution. And I think that there is a want to get something done and just talking to me over the last couple of days. So mm. at the end of the day, they're, they're the, the people that we come and watch and they're what makes the economics work. So I think there's generally a, uh, a will to get something done in the next uh, little while. It, oh, it must be nice to have an event too that sits outside of the established kind of golf ecosystem a bit, which isn't party to the stuff that Gazy's talking about. There's no pushing and pulling. You can't play here. You're not welcome there. Golf rankings points over there. All, all the stuff mm. that everybody's sort of bitching and moaning about in the world of golf at the moment. To have an event that is here and is you know growing and sits outside of all of that, I imagine that must be kind of nice to have something like that. Yeah, it's great. And, and just watching the players react to some of the things that we're doing around the way we're looking after them, um, the way we set the golf course up. Uh, like it, It's been set up today really hard and fast. <laughs> Greens are really quick, so I'm not sure what will win today, but um, they're going to have a lot of fun playing because some of the shots that you can play out there. Uh, we had an amazing night on Monday night where, um, where um, uh, Hamish McLaughlin was the MC who did a great job. We raised... Um, you know, well over 100000 for the Adam Scott Foundation, yep. Yep. Uh, which is uh, Adam's work in that is really first class, providing education for underprivileged kids. And um, Vince Sorrenti was uh, uh, <laughs> in his very best form. So it was, so little things like that, we're trying to sort of create something that's fun and uh, relaxing for the players at the end of a very, very long year. And, and it sits in a little town of Thornton. If it is to... You know, you know, you know. Imagine you know the locals. They're up the top, mm. you know, making the bacon and egg rolls right now, and they're doing a fantastic job supporting the tournament. I mean, in twenty years' time, there is a chance that a town like Thornton um, is a major beneficiary of, a, of an event. Well, like it's this. already been the case, Andy. So yeah. the economy up here is definitely prospering from things like today. Not yeah. this is not the only thing that that is that's pushing the economy of this district forward, but it's certainly helping. Uh, certainly helping with employment. You want to remember that the people up here have had a pretty tough uh, time of it, you know, with uh, the Black Saturday bushfires. Of course, yeah. The floods last year hit this area really, really hard. So, um, you know, and this is why the Adam Scott Foundation move is a good one because that's going to support um, kids' tertiary education in this region. And I, used to, I think there's only like 10% of kids are going to, uh, to Melbourne to get tertiary education. Oh, okay, so right, right, yep. So, yes, little things like that, I think, that can have a big impact on the community. Who's going to win today? It's, uh, well, Gab I played with uh, the leader yesterday, and he was, uh, he was unbelievable. So, um, yeah, and he's clearly booted the first. So, but it'll be, um, it'll be a really, really great uh, couple of hours. It's a well, what do you play off? Uh, well, I'm playing off three at the moment. Well, that, well that's, you should be ashamed of yourself because mm. you've got a house on the property. Mm. And I was thinking mm. about this when we came in. The temptation for you, you know, it's four o'clock in the afternoon, you've got most of your work done, there's very few people out on the golf course. The temptation for you to just come to your fantastic short game practice facility or you must have a little four or five hole routing yourself that gets you from your place back pretty quickly without having to play the whole course. Just from a purely personal perspective, to be able to step out your front door and access this, 
How, yeah. t- how tasty is that? No, it's not. I mean, I, I, I still leave a, a lead a busy lifestyle of course as far do. as my work uh, commitment. So, um, but yeah, when I'm up here, it's it's brilliant. It's mm. just magnificent. It's yeah, uh, as I said, right at the outset, you drive through and you come along the driveway up to the clubhouse and you drive along the edge of 18, which is it is jaw-droppingly spectacular. And I know you've mentioned a few times, you know, I've read a few stories where you want this to be one of those sort of classic Australian sort of landscape um, pictures wherever you look. And it really is that. It could be a, the Heidelberg painters could have come up here 200 years ago and started knocking over paintings of this place and had a ball sort of looking left or right and doing paintings of the place. So you've done all of that. It's, it's, it's really wonderful. So yeah, thanks, thanks for having you. us. It's great to be here. No. Is there any prospect, do you think? <laughs> Any. And we won't, will not be offended. We will. And this is magnificent. No, we won't be offended. I know where this is going. I know where we won't going. be offended to your face. <laughs> but as soon as you leave, we will be really offended. Uh, is there any chance that Andy and I, I think in order to speak about this course, you like, like to sample? Of course, Andrew. Yeah. Is there any prospect of us sampling? Are we of the ilk? That would uh, gain access. So why don't we get you a tea time now and you can go out and play in front of the crowd? That'd be good. Well, I don't know. I've got my club. I actually have my clubs in the car. Believe it or not, I do. Just keep that in mind. Are you aware of the fact that he did not answer that? He sidestepped that. Beautiful. Like, That's like, why he's the best. No, like no, Michael Long <laughs> Millhanner and Andrew well, McCain in the 1993 so Surely we're a chance. <laughs> surely you're getting in, uh, no, 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 he makes us work too hard. He, every other joker in the joint comes up here for a game. We're the ones that are stuck in this. No, nah, it's magnificent. Well done, David, well done. spectacular. Uh, hopefully Thanks, it's going guys. to be a magnificent afternoon. Thanks for coming up for a chat. I appreciate it. David Evans, who uh, was the man who had the vision uh, for this and the uh, capacity to make it happen. And if you ever get the chance to come up here to play or um, just have a wander around the place, if you're interested in good golf and beautiful landscapes, you should come and do it. Uh, Adam Scott continues to lead. We're just waiting for this scoreboard to update, but he's too clear. As we speak of Cameron Smith, and there is a gathering bunch at six under the card behind him. Uh, your calls, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 Give me a, some, a, a sporting... Um, uh, environment that whether it be a man-made or a golfer where you've walked into the place mm-hmm. and you've been blown away you've walked mm-hmm. in you just could not believe what your eyes were beholding that's what it feels like to come in here mm. if you've had that experience going to a sporting uh, precinct Madison anywhere in the Square world Garden. well there's one for you one three hundred seven three six seven three six. give us a call on the other side of this